Milwaukee 7-5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. All right, during the break, uh, we mentioned it. Wow. Uh, Colin Chandler is on his way to BYU. So you were just telling me that he, he reminds you a lot and looks a lot like who? I'd say um, he's a poor man's Nick Hammer, or excuse me, uh, uh, Lee Kamard. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. If he was one quarter of what Lee Kamard was to BYU. That's why I said he's a poor man's Lee Kamard. Lee set the bar really, really high. Most I, underrated and underappreciated basketball player in BYU basketball history next to McKelly Wesley. Man, man crush to Hans Olsen is Hans Olsen to Lee Kamard. Like your love of Lee Kamard is something beautiful and sweet and precious. I really did like his game. I thought he was a universal player, man. I mean, he gave it. He gave energy on both ends of the court. He could score in any in any given moment. Had the length to defend anybody across the board. Lateral speed for days. Fit, loved to finish at the rim. Solid free throw. Solid, solid free throw shooter. Are you just are you just just bringing up cliches at this point? Like no, go look at it. Go you, watch his game. Go look at his line. Speed for days. Lloyd, look up his free throw percentage. College, college. Nobody wants to look up Lee Kamard's free throw shooting percentage at BYU in two thousand six. Well, I'm just telling you, Colin Chandler is one quarter the player than BYU's in good hands. <laughs> For, how about a force? I think. I mean, no offense to Lee. I think they're hoping that, that Colin Chandler's a bit better than Lee Kamard. Yeah, good luck. Uh, how about a four-star commit coming out of Farmington, Utah? Yeah. There you go. You know, I knew it had this kind of ability. I knew, I knew Utah had basketball ability. This is about a and, – and, again, uh, Mitch Harper will join us at 205. I know he's knee-deep in the recruiting stuff, and, and we'll chat with him about the football team and the basketball team and, and – get some thoughts from him, but I, I don't remember, and, and for all you recruiting nerds out there, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I don't know of a of a player out of the state of Utah that's had that kind of cachet that people have wanted, like Colin Chandler, in a while. And if you can name somebody, if I'm off base on that, but this is, uh, that was that was a big one. Well, it's, it's interesting, so hmm, okay, so a couple things. Mark Pope, he's done a great job in recruiting. Number two, the Big 12 invite. That's big. Number three, Scotty, do you think that the name, image, and likeness, the ability to make money off your name, and looking at BYU and the football players making money, do you think that they look at that thing? Do, you, do they weigh it and say, well, how much are Utah players making? How much are BYU players making i've seen a lot of energy and excitement around byu football with their name image and likeness how much is is utah football and utah basketball making and and is there a chance that somebody was like hey colin chandler you come play byu we'll have you endorsing what you know whatever for whatever's sake um i they'd be silly if they didn't honestly in the landscape i mean i would call um you know, whatever local dealership is a big BYU fan. And did you see the story? UNLV, all their basketball players have car deals. I did. And so I'd be calling up. I, I would, if I'm a recruit, or if I'm recruiting a player, I go to every booster who's got every business. And when he comes on his recruiting trip, we have a big conference room and we sit down and like, hey, here's Joe Schmuckatelli from Joe Schmuckatelli Automotive. 
He's like, son, you sign here. You're going to be my spokesman, and I'm going to have you in a new vehicle that you're going to be driving around, and you can swap that thing out once a month, and you're going to be good to go. Here's so-and-so. Hey, I've got a restaurant, and you're going to be a uh, – we're going to name a meal after you, and you're going to be doing commercials for my restaurant, and you and your family can eat here for free anytime you want. Then you go to the next guy and the next guy and the next guy and the next guy. I mean, I'm normally, just wondering how much that plays into it now. I think it's huge. I think you have to. And I don't know if this went on with Colin Chandler, but I know that, look, Mark Pope needs to be doing it. Kalani Sataki needs to be doing it. Greg Smith needs to be doing it. Kyle Whittingham, Ryan Odom, uh, Blake Anderson, everybody needs to be doing this now. And you need – recruiting is not about playing time anymore. Well, I mean, it, it is, and, and opportunities and making it to the professionals and developing as a player. But also, what can you get me? What can I endorse? How can I make money? What are my rev- – how can I – and I love how players say this. How can I strengthen my brand? Blech. Anyway, but that's – but that's the world we're living in now. It is, and uh, this has got to be interesting for college coaches too. I, I would not want to be a part of that world personally. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of that world where I'm trying to gather the energy because from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, Scotty, Schools and coaches are not supposed to be intermediaries with name, image, and likeness. Oh, things. they can, though. In Oh, they can. They can. And because BYU, Is that certain legislation yes, for other states? And so that's why, exactly. And so Utah, and I've talked to a couple legislators about this, and um, frankly, they didn't take any action on this. There were some states like California, some other states that were preemptive in setting some rules and some regulations on – on schools, a player has to do it on their own. A school cannot be involved. Well, Utah, because nobody took any action from the state legislature, Utah's the old Wild West. And so that's why BYU and, – and by the way, please, please do not take this as a shot against BYU or anybody else in the state because they are doing exactly what they should be doing. And can do. And can do. Right. There's no rules in place. So BYU says – Hey, let's get Built Bar and let's help up our players. Kalani talks to our buddy Nick from Built Bar and says, what can we do? They come up with a great plan, and bam, there it is. Um, So the school here in the state of Utah can help facilitate these things, and Utah's doing it. I think everybody's helping out these players to their best ability, and and if if you're not doing it, then you should be doing it. (laughs) And I don't think the legislator, now that we're down the path in this, I think – I've talked to a couple of them, and they're like, hey, look, cat's out of the bag now. There's really nothing we can do, and uh, nor should we do. We'll just let the market, you know, bear itself out here. BYU lands four-star prospect out of Farmington, Colin Chandler. So let me throw something at you, Scotty. What is more meaningful for a coach and him securing his future with university? Wins and losses or landing the biggest recruits in the state? Or being being recognized as the biggest recruiter. Well, don't you or a big recruiting win like this? You know, do you understand my question? Well, I guess if you don't win, what's more impactful for? I mean, ultimately, it's wins and it's wins and losses, but one leads to the other, don't they? One should be leading to the the other. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're, well, I mean, look, how many uh, great recruits end up at USC? But Clay Helton can't do anything with him, and he ultimately loses his job. So that's my thought is, 
Okay, so this is nice. It's a great win for Mark Pope, and that's really nice because it shows BYU he's continually landing pretty high-end recruits, Yep. whether he's taking them out of the portal or he's getting them out of high school. He's doing a really good job of getting some nice big names. If he doesn't do anything with it, he's he done. Because, like you mentioned, USC's got all this talent. Coach can't do anything with it. Gone, gone, gone. You're running through coaches. He's got to win with this talent. Landing, it's great, and it's exciting, and it's really good for him. But if you don't succeed with it, then it's like, first of all, the guys that are committing, you know, the, the kids that have been watching the commits are looking at him like, boy, they got Colin, and they finished fourth in the Big 12. That's That's not good. Yeah. After year two or year three. So you got to now go win with these recruits. Like, I applaud BYU and Mark Pope. Great, man. Now you got to go win with it. Now you got to beat Gonzaga next year. Preferably this year, but next this year. This year. You know what? It's this year. It's this year. <laughs> it's our time. I would love to see him beat Gonzaga, but. We know that that's not going to happen. By the way, it's official. Apparently, he just signed his uh, his NIL right there on the spot, so he is signed. Not just a verbal commitment. He put his name on paper and said, "Let's go." Six foot four, hundred and seventy pounds, shooting guard. Um, he'll be eligible for BYU next year, and that is a very nice get for BYU. A good win in state. It's your Cougar preview show. We get a chance to talk a lot of college basketball when. BYU is on a bye week, uh, but you know these are the kind of uh, these are the kind of big storylines that uh, certainly, man. There's a lot of momentum in Provo right now. Honestly, you look at the Big Twelve, you look at the football season, uh, you look at Zach Wilson going number two overall. I mean, there's a lot of good, good positive energy coming out of BYU. This is as as healthy as that athletic program's been from top to bottom in quite some time. It's kind of crazy, isn't it, Scotty? You know, I, it's it's funny. I think back to the last eight years, and it, it always cracks me up because I can always get a feel for the the sway of a university by the amount of pressure that I'm getting from one fan base or the other. Yeah. And I praise Utah at a high level for a lot of years, and rightfully so, and I will continue to praise Utah because they do a lot of good things. But when BYU starts doing good things and I'm paying more attention to film study and more attention to wins and we're spending more time on a Monday or on a morning after podcast with BYU, I'm getting more and more pushback from Utah fans saying, you're a homer. You love them because you played there. I don't give, I don't give two rats about that. I, don't, I really don't. You say I almost swear. I say rats. I know, but you're close. I don't, give, I, I, I don't put anything into that. They have not given me a paycheck since I left there in 2000. And even that was a stipend check, just to clarify. And even that was a stipend check. Yeah. So I, I have zero reason to hate, love, or anything. What I like, stand back, watch good basketball. Man, they land Colin Chandler. Well, we got to talk about that. Oh, man, they, they had an 11-1 season. Got to talk about it. Had a two, number two overall draft pick, just like we had to talk about well, they had a number one overall draft pick. What was it? Uh, number one overall foot NFL and NBA, was it? Yeah. In a year? Yeah. With Bogut, Bogut and, Smith. and Alex Smith. Number one in the same year. And really, the, the change started then, and then it went into that nine-game, ten-year span with Kyle Whittingham dominating, 
and Utah grabbed the momentum as they went into the Pac-12. It has been a Utah crazy run for Utah over the past, what would you say, 10, 12 years? Yeah, easy. Huge. Yeah. And, yeah, to your point, BYU has grabbed it a little bit. They've shifted a little bit. Big 12 invite, landing a guy like Colin Chandler, having a number two overall pick. It's shifted. And I'm not saying that it's shifted and now they're just dominant over Utah. Because Utah might go to a Rose Bowl this year. Absolutely. And, and Utah might land the next three top recruits in the state of Utah. We don't know. They still have that cachet. But BYU has done a pretty darn good job of at least putting the brakes on, applying the brakes and saying, hold on, we're still in this game. BYU and football. Or, or sorry, basketball and football. We're still in this game. That's a good Good get for them. 97.5-1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network as we are live here at Tim Daly Nissan and Murray. Rich is with us because Rich needs to be here because we all like talking to Rich. You demand Rich on the radio, and we give him to you because he's a good dude. And you help out so many people with 0% financing. Uh, yeah. You know, with the 0% financing, it's free money. Uh, you come in, you pick out the car. We do have a 0% finance deal on that car because we have it on all of them. And uh, if you want to go that way on, if you want to lease it, if you want to, uh, whichever way you want to do it. If you don't want no payments till 2022, we'll work that one out for you. If you want uh, two cars, we'll work out a two-car deal for you. And don't forget now, we got Black Friday coming up. As a matter of fact, Black Friday is today. It starts today. It starts today. It may it's be t- Wednesday with yeah. three weeks until Thanksgiving. But yeah, you come in here and you tell me Black Friday, and I'll put together a deal for you with a Black Friday deal. You mentioned this last week, too. I mean, you're you're ready to wheel and deal and I help did. some people out. We had three people come in and put the Black Black Friday deal together. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's so good to hear. Yeah. And, and the one thing, it's a personalized service, too, because everybody's situation is different. Everybody's dealing with different things in their life, and you're going to customize that deal to whatever they need it to be. You know, whatever people have in mind, how, how dealerships work, how they think, you know, how they got some fear coming to walk in a dealership, we don't work that way. We're friendly. We're nice. We don't twist anybody's arm. We find out what you need, what, what the zone listeners need, and then we, uh, we try and fulfill that need. And we're, we're a very giving store here. As a matter of fact, I did want to bring up the Toys for Tots program. And we give to the Toys yeah. for Tots program every single year, and that's coming up now. So uh, any zone listeners that you want to come in and take advantage of all the finance programs we have, please bring a toy for the kids. We'll make sure that happens. We just emptied out all our boxes here. Did again. you? So I need to fill them up again. Good. Yeah, we need to I, fill them up. I, I see them all over the dealership in here. So. Yeah, and we fill them up, and we fill them up every year, and uh, we, we work with the Marine Corps on it. So it's a, you know, we're part of the community here. We love our community. In fact, everybody who comes in, you're just giving them a free $25 gift card. They come and see me, yeah. They get a free $25 gift card on top of everything else. we do, It's give and give. Give and give. And more give. It's all you do here yeah. is give. It's, it's the holiday season. Yes. Yeah. All right, stop by. Tim Daly, Nissan in Murray, 4528 South State Street. Every vehicle new and about 98% of the used inventories has that forever warranty attached to it as well. You are not going to get that, and that is given to you personally by Rich for free. It's Tim Daly, Nissan and Murray. This is the Zone Sports Network. 
It's game week for the Utes, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It's a trip to Tucson, Arizona for the Utes as they enter the home stretch of their Pac-12 schedule with a showdown against the Arizona Wildcats. Catch the Ute pregame show this Saturday with a postgame show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to the postgame press conference, Nobody brings you better coverage of youth football. You ready? Yeah! Ah! Than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Preview Show with Hans and Scotty on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's your Cougars at 30 update. That was Kalani Sataki talking about the long 10-week stretch without a bye week. And um, Hans, probably feels good for these guys to have a week off. It does. And we'll see what his philosophy is. You know, if you, you jump in on prep on Georgia Southern early or – if you hold off and, and wait until maybe next week or the end of next week and then get started with that. but what, Why do you do these things? Well. I mean, I think it, it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to prepare for Georgia Southern. I think that's an assumption. Really? Well, until I hear the answer straight from Kalani, I don't know one way or the other. <laughs> oh, man. You know – I went back and listened to one of the most uncomfortable moments in this station history. How I don't can want we not any, do this. I don't want any more of that. No more uncomfortable moments. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, we're coming up on the two-year anniversary of that debacle, and uh, and I thought, you know, I was driving, and I thought, you know, I haven't heard that in a while. So I call Lloyd, and I'm like, hey, Lloyd, can you send that over to me? And Lloyd emails it to me and i listen to it in my car and i immediately have like ptsd like we already passed the two-year mark on that by the way oh was it was it october october yep yeah that fateful day in october yep and you know and i'm I'm driving down fifth south and i'm just like i'm like god that's this is brutal is there something you'd like to bring a tear to your eye or I hate you both. <laughs> oh, boy. Did you choke up a bit? A little bit. It was very emotional. Well, doggone it. Yeah. You know, those those awkward moments come and go on, on live radio. They do. They do. And fortunately, they go. And I'm just saying, like, let's just mind our P's and Q's and not, not have more uncomfortable moments. I'm all good with it. I didn't think, I didn't realize that that might be one of you those. You know exactly what you're doing. Well... I would imagine that BYU is currently actively looking at Georgia Southern, yes. and uh, they are getting ready for a another terrible team that I guess is FBS. Uh, no, they're F's. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, they're FBS. You're right. I get my FBS and FCS confused. Yeah, so I guess that they're. FBS. Yeah, Georgia Southern is. Uh, James Empey. We had a chance to chat with him earlier in the week, and uh, James, uh, look, it was a weird situation. Uh, James MP celebrated as a senior, which he is, but does have a chance to come back next year if he so desires. And we talked about what it was like being out there on the field. Yeah, yeah, you know what it it uh, it, it was. It, it had some flashbacks from some from my high school uh, 
senior day and just, you know, all the memories and, and uh, just the, the things I've learned and the time spent here, it, you know, kind of brought all those, all those back and uh, just reminded me how much I, I love this place, place and appreciate, um, you know, BYU football. So, yeah, it was cool. And, you know, BYU always does a great job at recognizing the seniors and, and um, you know, this year is kind of a funky year with people who I guess t- are seniors technically, but aren't because of COVID and, you know, they, they did a good job at recognizing everybody and we'll see, you know, uh, just looking into the future, we'll see, uh, you know, if anybody stays or goes or, or, or what they might do, but it's uh, COVID um, kind of makes the, the planning of everything kind of funky. So it, uh, BYU does a great job and, you know, it was a, a fun night and uh, a fun day, I guess, you know, it was an afternoon game and, you know, the boys went out and played well and got a, a dub and it was, can't ask for more. So BYU TV did a really good job, I thought, with the broadcast. I thought they did a fantastic job um, highlighting the, the seniors. And as you were coming out of the tunnel, James, I was watching you on your knee cart, and I thought to myself, I hope that doesn't get away from him coming down the ramp. Because <laughs> that ramp was pretty steep. You got your knee cart. Where In your mind, were you thinking, hey, let's just get down this thing safely? Yeah, yeah, no, uh, my thoughts were the same. I was just I was, I was scooting down the ramp just, uh, holding on to the brake, which, you know, I don't know if you've ridden one of these little knee carts, but the brakes aren't very good and you're just kind of cruising around. So I had the foot brake going, the hand brake going, just trying not to fall down in front of everybody. <laughs> I saw you take it across the field too, kind of in that final walk. What's that like in that kind of that, that final walk in the hundred yards across Lavelle Edwards stadium? How emotional was that for you? Uh, you know, that that's a cool tradition that we do, the, you know, kind of that last walk in Lavelle. Um, and, you know, I've always thought it was cool since my first year here. And, you know, it, it was a cool moment and everybody's excited. And, I mean, like, like I was saying, ton, tons of great memories, tons of great experiences, lots of, lots of lessons learned um, and growth here. And, you know, regardless of what the future holds, um, you know, it was, it was special. So obviously, I'm, I'm, you, you're you've got some decisions to make, and, and you're a ways away from making that decision. But but when when it does come time to decide what you want to do and uh, and and what path you want to go, who do you talk to? What are what are those conversations like? Is obviously your wife and your family, but but how do you anticipate that decision uh, process going for you? Yeah, I mean, like you said, it, I'm just kind of taking it day by day. And, you know, my biggest focus right now is just trying to do everything I can do rehab-wise to, you know, get healthy again. Um, but, you know, in, in terms of that decision, it, it's going to be a lot of, you know, conversations of me and my wife, you know, uh, thoughts and prayers and, you know, going over the, the decision together. And then, you know, family will obviously be involved and, and there's a lot of good people around here to who, who lend a hand and who have good information and experience that can share. So uh, these next few weeks, I'll just be a sponge taking it all in and, and trying to figure things out. So I saw you mentioned with the Werfel Trophy. I saw them tweet that out about you, and, and I thought that was fantastic. I saw you retweet that. And that's a, that's, obviously that's a, a great trophy and a great recognition, James. Just talk about some of the things that you've done outside of the world of football, maybe not in detail what you have done, because I know that can be embarrassing at times. Not embarrassing, but you know what I mean. But I, I want you to talk a little bit about how important some of these things are do, are that you've done, because they listed a few of these things. 
Yeah, well, the the you know the biggest thing I can say is BYU and you know Jack DeMooney and all the people upstairs that are that help um, with like community out- outreach and stuff like that, and you know the the social media and and uh, and just the all, the media altogether media team they they do a great job at at um, you know kind of keeping their eyes and ears out and and finding opportunities for players to serve. Um, there's, uh, you know, there's so many things that, that you can do with the, as a football player and with the platform and especially, you know, within your community, there's, there's a, a lot of people that, you know, look up to a BYU football player, um, regardless of whether you even, you know, step on the field or not. So there's always opportunities around the program to, to serve and to, you know, make people's day better. And that's what we try to do. That's one of the things that, you know, is is important to our culture here on the football team is 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 service because you know you never know what action can can help somebody and you never know what what you could do that could lift somebody up and so there the, you know the, all the, all that is just a credit to the school for you know and and just the the program and the the football program especially for giving us opportunities to to reach out to the community and serve and and help us find things and just use our platform as as you know, college football players, especially a BYU football player, to, you know, um, kind of help the the community around us. And I can't, I can't tell you how how uh, how like much Jack does. You know, the words can't describe all the stuff that Jack DeMooney does to to help with that community outreach and you know the True Blue Hero program and and what we do. And you know, it's just it's a lot more than uh, you know in the in the in the grand scheme of things, football is just a game and and. Uh, the important thing is that we help people along the way and, you know, that they do a great job of giving us those opportunities. Hmm. James MP joining us for his weekly conversation right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Uh, so uh, watching your guys get that blowout victory, uh, I you know, obviously when you play a team like Idaho State, it's, it's expected that you win it and, frankly, win it going away. But talk about your team's performance because they, they certainly left no question of doubt of, out of that game at all. Yeah, yeah, and and you know what's the fun with those games? I mean, I mean, going into that game, it's a game you should win, and you know, you, you don't want to overlook anybody, but it it's just what it is. And and Idaho State, I thought they came out and they played hard, and they they did some good things. They had some players on, uh, you know, both offense and defense that had great games, you know, and and showed that you know they had some talent over there. And uh, but you know it's a game we should win, and we did, and and we got to do a lot of fun things. I thought the boys, you know, started out fast, um, and you know we were able to get some young guys in there to play, and and some guys at a lot of different positions in there to play, and you know so it was, it was fun for everybody and a learning experience for everybody. Where where you know not only the people that the, the starters and or you know whoever actually kind of gets most of the time, it, it was fun for everybody involved. Um, that was dressed for the game. So that that was fun. I was glad that, you know, we were able to, you know, put the game in a situation where we could get, you know, everybody in and, and have some fun because those guys deserve it, man. And they they work just as hard as, as everybody out there. And, and, you know, you get you get them a shot to play and they make the most of it and they have a blast. And, and so, you know, games like that are, are fun. Um, but, you know, it, it does also shows, you know, each time you go out there, um, you know, it, you can get exposed to some of your – you know, weaknesses as well. So, you know, there's, there's lots for us to learn from this game, even though, you know, it was a, it was a big win and a big margin, but it's what you love about football, man. Each week you, you get back in the lab and you go back at it. 
So one guy that kind of caught my eye and, I, and a guy that I'm excited to watch progress, I want you to talk to me a little bit about number 64, Braden Keim. Uh, just that's a big guy, big body, big presence, and I'll be interested to see how he does moving forward. But, James, talk about him as he came in. Is that is this his first year or his second year in the program? Talk about his, his makeup and how he does in practice. I want to say I want to say this might be Kimes' third or fourth year even in the program, and he came in as a uh, as a tight end, um, and he you know he's like six foot eight, six foot nine, really tall guy, long arms. You know his dad his dad played here a long time ago, um, and uh, you know just just a guy who loves the game of football. And he came in and and you know after a year playing tight end, they said, hey, bro, you, you just got to be an lineman, man, because. Huh. You know, you're you're tall. You got those long arms. You're you're made for it. And and ever since then, it's been just a steady progression of him trying to trying to turn into an offensive lineman. And and I think he's done a great job. And he's become one of those guys that you know we can really count on. And you know, he came in as a walk on, and you know, earned his stripes and and has been playing playing really good. And uh, you know, improving every day. That's what I love about Kime is is the improvement. You can see the improvement every single day. And, you know, he comes out, he's a tough kid. He plays through, you know, nicks and bruises and, and sprains and all that stuff. And, and so to, to see him get some time and just to know that he's there, like I feel confident, you know, if anything happens and, and he were to come in, that we'd be well taken care of. Like he, he'd be able to get the job done and, and do it in the way we need him to. So, you know, super proud of Kime and, and all the work he's put into this point and, and into becoming one of those guys that, you know, you can rely on. And, you know, I thought he did pretty good. I thought he did pretty good and he looked hungry to play on uh, on saturday so you know i was glad he was able to get in and and i know he'll be ready if if you know his name gets called you like the depth on what you're building there at offensive line at byu and uh that that this line will be uh, a stable force going forward for future years yeah i you know i think so i think coach funk is doing a great job and i think the guys that we have in the room right now are are committed and dedicated and you know there's there's um there's not too much um, turnover as as next year comes along, which will you know give everybody lots of time to learn and grow and get better together and and all those things. So you know I'm I'm excited for the future. I I think there's you know Coach Funk's doing a great job recruiting. We're getting people coming in and and uh, you know hopefully you know with with the unit you got to have the guys in there to push each other and and I think we're building something like that. And so hopefully you know as as time goes on the next few years we can you know keep that steady improvement as we've done in the past so james i know what you'll be doing in the bye week because that's what all injured players do in the bye week they sit on a, a table and they get stem and ice and wrapped and taped and poked and pushed and x-rayed and it's zero fun <laughs> i i know it's just miserable but what what will some of the rest of the team be doing how does this bye week go what type of emphasis is placed on the youth do some of the veterans go home kind of give us some details on how this bye week will work yeah, well, you know, the, the bye week, it's a chance to kind of get your feet under you, but there's still a lot of work going on. Like most of our practices are going to be, you know, the same physical practices that we do. Um, but then when it comes to, you know, Saturday, um, obviously the the load gets taken off a little bit and you get a little more time to rest because you don't have that game. So we'll we'll get back to work and uh, get back to the grind and, and get, a, you know, try to get everybody's feet under us. But we, we can't afford to, you know, slow down now. So the the bye week will get a lot of good work in but it will be you know uh just a little different when it comes to later in the week when when uh you don't have a game and stuff we'll have some time to to rest and 
you know, get get our bodies back and and a big game in a, a big two games in the next week, especially, you know, um, Georgia Southern. Uh, you know, I'm just looking at their stuff. I I think they're a team that plays everybody tough, and you know, I think that's a great matchup. So we'll have uh, a good a good amount of time to get ready for those guys and and uh, you know get ourselves better. I mean, obviously, you're dealing uh, with the injuries yourself, but overall, I mean, going ten weeks through a season without a bye week. That's pretty rough, and I got to imagine for the most part, yourself included, a lot of guys are looking forward to getting that week just to recuperate a bit. Yeah, and and you know we we've talked about it before on the show, and and you know there there's no time to think about a bye week because there's you know a week coming up next, and that's kind of been my response. But now that the bye week's here, you know it, it, it is a nice kind of change of pace, and hopefully we can use it as a as a good tool to get you know everybody's legs back and and uh, heal up some of the bumps and bruises and and and. Uh, you know, just just get the rest that we need for for the next week and the and the rest of our schedule. So, James, I'm always interested in the ever evolving world of a college football player or college athlete in general, with everything that we're seeing um, kind of change in advance. How much different have things been through this football season? Kind of the the bottom line. I, I don't want the exact amounts. I don't want the exact amounts of the dollar and cents of things. But are you feeling and seeing that impact of some of that name, image, and likeness, is it making your life a bit easier being a married man and having responsibilities like that? Do you do you feel like it's making it um, more, e- I guess, more easy to be a, a football player at the college level? Yeah, I, I think it is for sure. And from, from what I've seen, everybody seems to be getting – you know, opportunities here and there, and which is great because, like, like you said, it just it takes some financial stress off. And you know, I saw something on on uh, LinkedIn the other day. Um, Devin Kafusi um, posted posted a deal that he had done, and he had kind of shared an experience of how he had you know some some credit card debt or something, and you know was you know still had the stress of paying for everything, and was able to get a deal, and it was able to you know take take some pressure off him and, and release some stress and. You know, that's that's I know that's been the case for a lot of guys. And, you know, especially with, you know, all of our, our players that, you know, don't have scholarship, especially with this built bar deal and, and sponsorship with those guys. I mean, you know, that's that's probably been one of the biggest deals that we've seen. And just I mean, it the impact is great, especially for those guys that, you know, are walk ons and, and uh, you know, don't get their school paid for, don't get their books paid for, and, and they got to, you know, sometimes get a job during the season. Sometimes they can't. Sometimes they got to take out debt. So, you know, all those things, especially, you know, that deal, I could see a huge impact, especially for, for those guys. And I can't tell you how grateful we are for that. Um, but then just the deals here and there, you know, everybody's benefiting. Um, people people are stepping out of their way. Like Jaron Jaren Hall, he, he stepped out of his way and found, you know, a deal for the offensive line and, and uh, was able to, you know, to set something else to get us paid. And, and uh, companies out there that are, you know, helping out the Built for Life program, Gig Gig has worked a lot with the program. Um, you know, Built Bar obviously has been great. Ohana has been great. And so, you know, there's there's lots of people out there trying to help players uh, with this. And, you know, I, I think it, it benefits everybody just with, the you know, the temporal needs and, and finances, you know, that, you know, I, I bet you it takes some stress off of, off of people and helps them perform better. I mean, one less thing to worry about. I'm, I'm sure it helps. So I've, I've just been super grateful for what I've seen and, and people supporting the team and my teammates and stuff like that. And it's, it's been great. At what point do you guys start to peek ahead a little bit and start to think about who you might be facing in a bowl game? 
do those conversations start to creep up now or do you guys just try to stay focused on the game ahead of you yeah you know i i think i think everybody knows the situation that we're in um and and you know that's it's important to know the situation you're in you know what i mean what you're playing for but i think with just the maturity of this team and and everybody's thoughts and and focus i think you know everybody knows you got to put first things first and and uh you know none of that fun stuff happens unless you know, we can we can do what we need to do on Saturdays and, and, and put ourselves ahead that way. So, you know, everybody knows we gotta do our part and the only way to do your part is focus on the next week, which is, you know, this week we got by week, next week we got Georgia Southern, which we're already gonna get a jump on and and that's the only way to do it. That's the only way to play football is, is one week at a time, one day at a time. Um and so yeah, I mean I think everybody knows the situation we're in and that's exciting, that's cool, but you know, we know we gotta do our part and you can only do that by focusing on this week. 97.5-1280 The Zone. That is James Empey right here on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Probably last year we get to see him in a BYU uniform. Yep. This is 97.5-1280 The Zone. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard right here on The Zone Sports Network. The new Zone lineup is here. Give it up, give it up. With the best coverage of the sports you love and the teams you can't live without. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 to 10. Followed by Jake Scott and Ben Anderson from 10 to noon. Get your daily fix of Hanson Scotty from noon to 3. And then the zone welcomes unrivaled with Alex Curie and former NFL quarterback Scott Mitchell to the team. Weekdays from 3 to 6. Live and local. All day, every day. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. You're listening to the Cougar Preview Show with Hans and Scotty on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone. We're live here at Tim Daly Nissan in Murray, 4528 South State Street. We'll talk to Rich coming up here in a bit, but uh, the Cougars have an off week. So uh, if you're a veteran on this team, is this a week where – because I know we always hear about how they put the youngsters through the ringer a little bit on a bye week and, uh, and and spend some more time working with them. But if you're a junior, you're a senior on this team, and you've been playing a lot, is this more about trying to get right physically and, and from a health standpoint? Yeah. I want to take a little bit extra time with my health, a little bit more treatment. I, I know that we always laugh about this, but I really did try to nail down my schoolwork because I was typically a little bit behind in certain areas. I tried to catch up in some of that stuff to make sure I was eligible. And and then I would try to get a little bit of family time. This would be a little bit different week for me because I'd be playing against Georgia Southern after the bye week. It's not like you're playing against your rival Utah or it's not like you're playing against some national power or even a, a team like Virginia led by Bronco or Baylor offensively led by Jeff Grimes. Like it's Georgia Southern. So I, I probably would be unplugging a bit. I had a really good run against Idaho State. I would be feeling pretty good because probably if I was a veteran and a starter, I probably would have only played two and a half quarters in that game. So got a little bit of extra rest there, feeling really good about my wins. I'm probably unplugging more than I would have in past years yeah. in, in this situation. Yeah. That can be good and bad. That can be good because to truly unplug and get the rest and 
also recuperate a little bit, be good for the final push. It could be bad because you might show up against Georgia Southern and your your mind might be everywhere but on football. So you're going to have to reassert yourself. Coaches are going to have to pay attention to that. But it is going to be a good amount of rest. All right, we're live here at Tim Daly Nissan in Murray. Rich is hanging out with us. And, Rich, uh, the new Frontier, and you let me uh, check that vehicle out. Uh, if you've got – and the Frontier was always a great ride, but if you've got uh, a preconceived notion of what that Frontier is, guess what? It's time to blow that up because this thing is completely redesigned from the ground up. It is a beautiful ride. Not only is it a beautiful ride, the cars, that truck's a workhorse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll tow 6,750 pounds for you. 6,750 pounds. That's like two, not African elephants, but two Indian elephants. That's big elephants. Put in the back. Those are big. Those are big. And put them on the back and tow them wherever they need to go. Now, you probably have a lot less than that. You a know little what bit, I mean? yeah. But, you know, you got up to that. So just to give you a visual on that, you know, that's a powerful visual. And, yeah, it's a beautiful truck. You get inside. If you want to take a ride across country, ride's like a dream. You want to take it off-road? Rough road it. It's got the ground clearance to do whatever you want. It's just fun. It's a truck. Well, it was funny because I was talking to Stan a little bit, and he said, you know, not a lot of people are. have got those frontiers in stock, but we do down here. Yeah, amazingly so. Well, we've been in business here 52 years. This is the number one location for Tim Daly. And, uh, you know, Tim's got his offices here, and uh, it's where the family built this business. Well, we got eight stores now. But uh, this is the one that started it all, so we got the reputation. And when we need product, Tim just calls the uh, factory and says, hey, hook us up. Come on. Yeah, come on. Let's take care of it. This is Tim Daly calling <laughs> yeah, on behalf of our clients. Well, we talk about all these different models, the, uh, the Frontier included. You get those for 0% right now. Yeah, 0%. Uh, so, uh, and not only the 0% financing program, but if you don't want any payments until 22, uh, you know, 2022, or you want to put more money down and, uh, you know, whatever, whatever financial plan you want. Maybe you don't want payments for six months because of the holidays yeah. coming up. We'll make arrangements on that for you. I can do, oh, we can do anything. I have a staff of finance people that are the best in the business. And let's say you're a person that's got, maybe your credit's a little edgy. Maybe it's real edgy coming down to see me, okay? We love everybody here. You do. It's a non-judgment zone. That's how it is. And as bad as you think your situation is, Rich has seen worse. I have seen worse. I've been around. <laughs> well, and, that, and you still get guys into vehicles, too. And that's, that's the correct. great thing. You, you, there's respect. Uh, you're here to help them out and better their situation and get them into a vehicle that they can afford. Because chances are somebody's driving around in a vehicle that's worth way more than they think it is. Right now, your car is worth so much more money than you ever thought it was. It's the time to do something. If you want to get out of your car for whatever reason, I don't like the color anymore. I want to get better gas mileage. I want to get a lower payment. It doesn't matter what it is. Just bring it down here. Now's the time to get it appraised and put a deal together on something fresh. Let's go. Tim Daly, Nissan in Murray, 4528 South State Street. And we have not, we did not bring up the fact that all these new vehicles and a high, high majority of those used inventory it's the forever warranty. Forever. As long as you can. It, it, well, how, how long is forever? It, forever. <laughs> forever and ever and ever. Kind of like a marriage. Yeah. Right? One uh, of those marriages that goes forever. Hey, this, I'm the one. You know, the one, the one that's going to make it. Yeah. Well, 50% yeah. of marriages uh, aren't, aren't going to make it, but 100% of your forever warranties are going to make that's it. That's correct. I like yeah, it. We love that. It's all right here at Tim Daly Nissan and Murray, 4528 South State Street, right here on the Zone Sports Network.